Chancers, a Go Loud original podcast. Do you ever dream of a load of little paddies running around? Sure, they broke the mold and they made me, Anna, you know that? Mm-hmm. Well, this week we're talking about babies and fertility. But I'm a child myself, Anna. Look at the size of me, like. <laughs> a little baby. Well, this week we're going to talk all about it on Chancers. A little baby. Look at her. <laughs> a little baby. <laughs> And I'm Paddy Smith, and you're listening to Chancers. A podcast for those who feel like they're chancing their arm at life when others seem to have it all worked out. Each week we pick a topic for discussion and share our opinions, mishaps and misadventures. And after we offer our non-expert opinions to the world, we'll be brought down to earth and joined by an actual expert on the subject to help us Chancers figure things out. Welcome to Chancers, Hans. We're bringing people up with us, Paddy. I know. So, how's your week been, Anne? I've had a good week. Um, I had 15 gigs in 10 days. Yeah, I mean... Doesn't that sound fun? Why did you do that to yourself? (laughs) I didn't do it to myself. I think I say yes. Like, I say yes to everything. And then I look at my diary and I'm like, oh, when am I going to sleep? Sleep when you're dead, hon. Exactly. That's what they say, isn't it? (laughs) I'm getting that bag. But it was good. It was good. And then I also actually... um, Kind of on topic. I went to a baby shower on Sunday. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> oh. I know. Are we over them now? It was just like, it, was, it wasn't It was a baby shower. It was just a lunch of really wrecked women. <laughs> wow. I hope you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> and my friend's on her third bump now. Um, that's baby bump and not just... <laughs> <laughs> Different podcast. Not good Different stuff. Podcast. Uh, yeah. And then there was another another bump. And I... Are you the only one without a bump? No, there was four, four bumpless women as well. Um, two bumps. Four bumpless. <laughs> and yeah, I just, uh, I even didn't get the lasagna in my own mouth, so I do worry. Oh. Mm. Um, about the You have future. a big mouth. Yeah, so it's hard <laughs> to miss. <laughs> I need someone to do the airplane. Woo! Choo choo. That's a train. <laughs> was that a good one? That's a train. Was that your one when you were a kid? Choo choo. Um, no, I think they were just like, eat, Paddy. <laughs> they like, there's the food, eat. We're not very, we're not very emotionally driven in my family. It's very like deadpan to the point. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Just direct. Yeah, they would be like, Juju, they'd be like, get it in your mouth. They, like, I remember when I was a kid, they'd be like, stop spitting on the cake when they'd be like, when I would try to blow out my candles because I wasn't a good blower. Um, <laughs> and they'd be like, stop spitting on the cake, Patrick. And then no one would eat the cake and it would be a full cake. So I'm like, <laughs> wasn't a good, I've got better at blowing and I believe. Ooh. <laughs> and you're also a spitter. <laughs> How was your week? Yeah, really good. Really, really good. I deep cleaned my apartment. When I say I deep cleaned, I paid my roommate to deep clean it for me. How much did you pay? A hundred euro. I don't think that's worth it. Oh my God, it was I stunning. Was it really good? Oh, great. Now I walk around and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Everything has their own place. Are you looking in the corners going, ah. Oh. Yeah. I was like, ah. Oh. Like it's uh, the best hundred euro I've ever spent. I spent a hundred euro in a night out. And yeah. the rest. I actually think I probably should give her a bit more because it's really, really good. Yeah. But she's in... Like, she is actually a professional cleaner. It's not her job anymore, but it was in the past. So I was like, do you know what? I would, I'd normally pay a cleaner. Why not pay somebody else? And did you say, I'll am? give you 100 euro, or did she give you a rate? Because honestly, I don't think I've been to your gaff. I don't think it's, it's worth a lot more than 100 euro. No, she cleaned under the sta- stairs and all. Gross. Yeah. Mm. Give that woman a raise. I know. 
knock a bit off the rent. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Maybe to do it if you do it once a month, give you a little bit off. Yeah, I did. I knocked it off the rent, the hundred off the rent. Oh. yeah. How many errors did you do? Oh god, I didn't even ask. I I just like if someone said clean the gaff for hundred quid. I get those dental wipes. Give it a little quick, quick clean and leg Jeez, it. Jeez, I won't be asking you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> keep keeping, Anna, keep yeah, um, keep doing those fifteen gigs in ten days. <laughs> Maybe I should become a cleaner. And that's really about it. I'm going to Fat Boy Slim tonight, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. so I'm very excited about that. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. <laughs> Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. I didn't even know you signed a song, but I do now because I use the playlist. Uh, and then praise you. I wanna praise you like, like I should. should. Yeah. No shoe, isn't it shoe? Should. Oh my god, my whole life I thought you, it was shoe. I want to praise you like a shoe. Yeah, I just thought it was like a bit mad. Are you joking me? <laughs> I want to praise you like a my, shoe. Oh my god, I love Miss Heard lyrics. My whole life I thought it was, I want to praise you like a shoe. No, the podcast can stop. We're done. <laughs> that is it. No. <laughs> I don't know why. I never even thought why. Like, I was just like, oh, that's cool. Praising like a shoe. Like, I thought maybe, you know, the way you bow down to people's feet. Bow down to people's <laughs> feet. Are you madness? What people do you bow down to? Bow down. Bow down, bitches. bitches. Bow down. Yeah, that's on the dance floor, you know. No, so you're like, I want to praise fam- you. We're we're feminists. We don't bow down to anyone. No, people should bow down, bow down to our shoes. <laughs> shoes. Yeah, well, it's praise you like I should. <laughs> okay, on to our topic of the week: fertility, babies. We did actually. Uh, you, you go to the people for this one. We did. We did. Went to our people. On, on our Instagrams. Yup to the peeps. <laughs> what did you ask your uh, adoring fans there? Okay. What do you call them? My disablers. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so the first question I asked is, are you worried about fertility? Now, interesting. 59% said yes, which you, but 41% said no. So... <laughs> It's quite, but it's close enough. Do you know what I mean? I thought it'd be yeah. further away. Did you? Did you? No? No, as a I didn't woman, know what would, to expect. As a woman, would But you, you have, hurt? like, your followers now tell us they're mostly women, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd be 85% women now. 25 to 38, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't know. That's a good yeah. balance. I wasn't, I wouldn't have known what to expect. I just, well, I thought most people are worried about fertility because of the pill and stuff now. Yeah, that is an uh, a factor to be thinking yeah. of if you've been on contraception for too long. Yeah, I mean, look that up and do your own research depending yeah. on what you've been on. No. Definitely don't. Like, we will have someone later to talk about some <laughs> yeah. nice things on fertility. And I'm a man. But we so are I just, don't yeah. Really, please don't um, think I know anything about this, but I'm just going off what my friends have said in the WhatsApp group. Yeah. You know. Um, and then, have you got your fertility checked? So, what would you think? Um, I would think 40% yes, 60% no. 79% no. And then the general consensus for uh, what you think when you think of IVF is that it's very expensive and scary. There is one or two that said they're on at the minute and they're hoping. So to them, I really hope it happens. Um, And then like, but... I think there was one person that said it was happy. They think of happiness. Everyone else is expensive, sadness, um, hard in the body, you know. Yeah. Um, and that like, there's no sure thing, really. Definitely a tough one. Um, I asked my followers, I have 50% men and 50% women following me, so I, oh, I thought I might divide off. it. 
Sorry, just like a bit of balance in my life. Oh, I'm for the girls and the guys. Do you have any more short films? Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, so I asked the men, do you hope to have children one day? And 90% said yes and 10% said no. Okay. Did Would you expect that of the men? You know what? I think we're getting more broody as we go into the 21st century. <laughs> you know, we are. Men are probably more emotionally open yeah that's nice and women do you hope to have children one day 73% said yes and 27% said no see they're getting sick of having children yeah you know, they've had their time they want to have the career they want to be boss bitches they're like you know I've been that person they can be the stay at home dad now yeah no definitely I think it's like and it's become more open for women to be able to say yeah do you know what that's not what's something I want where mm. before it was like something you just you would got told you had to do so Power to the women. Um, I asked the men, have you got your fertility checked? And 8% said yes and 92% said nope. That's, I didn't know, yeah. I've never got my fertility checked. And I was like, yeah, I would have thought, yeah, I don't, I know it's not as common in men. So that was yeah. the thing. Well, expected. And women, have you got your fertility checked? 24% said yes and 76% said no. So that's similar to yours. Yeah. And then same, when I asked IVF, people were just saying, yeah, expensive, um, uncertain, tough on the body, mentally draining. Uh, but some people said like a great option for the same sex couples to have kids or women who want to have kids on their own. But generally struggling. it's not very positive when you think of it. No, but I'm, there's but. definitely positive experiences, but it's something yeah, yeah. you really need to consider, isn't it? And, and uh, someone actually there's put no that... Sh- I think the problem is there's no sure thing when you go under it. Yeah. Um, and you go through the process. So your body and all could be going through so much stress and then at the end of it you you get nothing. So I think that's the hard thing. Yeah. And yeah. and a lot of money, which, yeah. you know, people don't have. <laughs> yeah. Like you really have to save. So that's, you know, that's uncertain. Like when I think about it, I just get sad. That's yeah. how I feel. I feel sad. I feel sad that they have to do that. I feel sad they have to spend so much money on something that would, people would think would be a very natural thing, mm. like, you know, to repro- reprocreate. Yeah, 100%. You know I mean? It's definitely difficult. I mean, so there's a fact here, one in six couples in Ireland will experience difficulty conceiving. Um, like, I thought that was a mad stat. Did you? One in six. That is like, it's just such a like stat that you would never, like, for me, it's just, it blows my mind that that many, that many couples have fertility problems. Oh, I wouldn't have. I guess I've I've known people who experience difficulty. Really? Yeah, and heard people's stories. Um, so I'm very aware that, yeah, it's a struggle and nothing's guaranteed. So, it's yeah, it's a tough like, one. Like, would you do IVF if you had to? Um, I don't know. I haven't got there yet. I am, um, uh, you know, a lot of my friends have had their fertility checked. Uh, some are considering freezing their eggs. I just like yeah. to go sea swimming. <laughs> That's my thing on it. But no, I just haven't got to that choice. And I don't, I have no interest in going to get it checked yet because I just don't want to know. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's not that I don't want to have kids. I just, I'm not in a place that I want to have kids right now. So I don't feel like I need to know. And I know that some people are like, but I'm getting on with age. So, you know, you might want to check. But I'm like, no, when the time comes, when I feel ready, mm. then I'll, and then if I'm struggling, then I'll look at the options. I'm actually probably a bit more open to adopting. If I can't yeah. conceive myself. Mm, I could see you adopting. Yeah. I really could. If I, if I was in a position to be able to do it, I'd want to, mm. you know, I want to be uh, not, you know, temporarily in between gaffes at the minute, but... <laughs> <laughs> we won't speak more on that. Um, touch the subject, gals. Yeah. Anyway. So, yes. So, yeah. Once, but, it, once there was a nice little position to do it, yeah, I would yeah. definitely adopt. 
Well, did you know that the baby boom didn't really happen during the pandemic this year? That we all thought it would because yeah. we were all at home. I know. Thought no, we were it riding. dropped. So people thought the baby boomers, like there was going to be another baby boom, like the boomers well, before you did. our you generation. Them, wouldn't you not? Because everyone's at home and what else were they doing? But it dropped by 14%. And I'm thinking, do you know what it is? We have too much going on in Netflix. Back then, they had three exactly. TV stations. They didn't really have much to do. It just rose because you're like, do you know what? I'm bored. Now we have so much choice. That it's like, no, I want to watch me show. Yeah, exactly. Do There's too many options. Like they could, like they were like, oh, we can make a baby or we can make banana bread. And then yeah. they just went with the banana bread. What's more pleasurable? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I actually thought about it and I was like, it makes that, it makes, it does make sense. Like, you know, I don't like to be something put in my face when I'm watching my shows. I was just delighted that like I was actually at home uh, for the first lockdown with my mum and dad. And like, that was actually the first time I ever felt really broody. And it was kind of unfair because all penises had been made illegal. Like, right. And I was like, did you, did you illegally uh, go to get a penis? A little bit. <laughs> a little, a little. Yes, we did. Eventually, when it was a bit safer. Um, but I was there, like, feeling extra sorry for myself, picturing everyone just riding, you know? And. This goes back to ayahuasca, just seeing naked yeah, people. Just, and I was delighted to hear that they, they weren't. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought, like, and I thought the next generation in, um, you know, Gen Z's and then the next generation that was going to be born now were going to be like the Zoomer boomers. Yeah. But they're not. They're not. They didn't do it. I'm not delighted. Do you know what? I'm delighted. Yeah. Delighted. You know, I'm delighted for people. Do you hate and kids women. or something you don't watch anymore? <laughs> no, I do. I do. But come on. Women have had their time. Let them, like, have their careers. Let them do what they want. You know, like, men are awful. They can just leave at any point. Like, and it always put, it goes <laughs> Has, back Have you had a bad them. date this week or no, something? No. <laughs> you know, love men. I'm a man myself. I actually am, guys. Uh, but, like, yeah. So, in this time, let them do their thing. Um, how about yourself? Like I mentioned there, I was getting broody in lockdown and talked about fertility. Would you want to have kids one day and would you get your fertility checked? Um, would I get my fertility checked? I don't know. I think I'd look at the draw. Do you know? Um, the thing about it is, I think I do want kids. But I also think right now I'm way too selfish and don't have the money <laughs> to have kids. But I would like, I'd like a little, like maybe a little girl. Um, and I'd love to adopt Yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I could see myself at maybe one or two kids. Um, but it's a lot of things would come into play for me. Like if they're ba- if they're baby, I won't be able to hold them like a normal parent, not normal, but a parent that's able-bodied would. Mm. Um, so I'd need a lot of help when they're first coming to like walk and stuff. Yeah. Uh, because I wouldn't be able like, to, and I'd be nervous. So that's a lot of responsibility for my partner to take on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um. But then I'm also like, you know what? It's never stopped me from doing anything else. And if I wanted to do it, I'd find a way. 100%. So, these loads are like, of different, different types. You know, people of all around the world have had babies in different scenarios. And they've made it work. And like, if anything, I know you have so much love to give. And you'd be a fucking fantastic dad. And I will babysit whenever you want. Yeah. You want, You'll be a godmother, hon. Oh, will I? Yeah. Oh, I'll still be a co-host. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're at the bottom of the long list. <laughs> I'm at the kitchen, at the kitchen at her wedding, <laughs> the kitchen table. Um, yeah, I would. So I would. And I call it Paddy with an eye. 
he wants to Paddy with my pass down the Paddy yeah. Smiths. Because that's the thing in our family, we're all called Paddies, but I'll, if a girl's called Paddy, Paddy with an eye. <laughs> and my, my baby will be Paddy, Paddy Smith, the fourth. Give us some facts, Anna. Okay, Give facts about facts. fertility um, that we have found online. So, again, you know, do research <laughs> again, this yourself when don't you. Don't trust us. We yeah, are chancing just, our arm. Um, now, some interesting ones that I found was like, okay, sexual positions actually don't help when getting fruit. You're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Coital or postcoital. But like there was that, I think people think like maybe some yeah, yeah. positions help. Yeah. And like the deeper you are in, maybe it's like the, the man's getting a little like his swimmers over the starting line, cheating a bit. But also like you don't actually have to do a handstand when you finish having sex. To... <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> some people do that though. That's I like to do running at a full dismount. Yeah. Just like this, like a gymnast. <laughs> no, after one night stands, I like to scare the men by just doing a handstand afterwards. Oh my God. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? I'm like... The scariest fact for me was that sperm can live up in the... Vajayjay. Uh, I know. Up for three days. Uh, the cervical canal, please, Paddy. Oh, sorry, we're experts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. A man can l- only last five seconds, but his sperm can last five days. Oh, she's been thinking about that one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> think- I can't believe that, though. Three days? I can. <laughs> and there's no, there's a biological clock for men as well, apparently. Yeah, did and you know that? No, I did not. Oh, so you were thought you were there going, oh, I'll have there. kids when I'm 60. Yeah. I was like, I'll be ready. My swimmers are strong. <laughs> Been working nah, out on them. Nah. Um, yeah, so no, yeah. it's not as big. It's not as the percentage isn't as big as women. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It doesn't go as quick. Researchers at Bristol and Brunel universities evaluated eight thousand five hundred couples to determine the impact of age and on the length of time it took to conceive. They discovered that while only eight percent of men younger than twenty five fail to impregnate their partner after a year of trying, that number grows to about fifteen percent after the age of thirty five. So, a bit of a, a nosedive after the age of 35 for lads. Women, it kind of happens after the age of 27. And then it gets pretty bad after, like, 37, 40. But Everything I hate, just nosedives, doesn't it? Nosedive. I know. Nosedive. That's a bit negative, isn't it? Everything goes out well, of the shoes. Girls nosedive <laughs> after 35. We're like, oh, yeah. And here's it. What's, I, I love this one, right? Go on. Um, however brief your partner's particular choice of underwear is, it's unlikely that it will impact his fertility. So you never yeah. hear that, that if it was like too tight, mm. it might like... So you it know, doesn't hurt his balls. Do you mean? There's no there's no balls hurting here. And yeah, it doesn't matter if you wear a breezy boxers or tight boxers. What's your favourite kind of jock? Well, this is the thing. I was like, you know, it might be that stat, but if he was wearing a, a white Calvin Klein... It might increase my fertility, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's nothing better than a white Calvin Klein. Yeah. Isn't it not? A fresh. Yeah, fresh, white, oh. like clean. <laughs> Love it. Did you know, Anna, that if you produce a gay son, you could be known to be more fertile? Really? Isn't that mad? Explain that to me. So, a scientist interviewed the families of 98 homosexuals and 100 heterosexual men. A total of 4,600 individuals and found that mothers and maternal aunts, but not paternal relatives, of the homosexuals were more fertile than those of the straight men. And also more, and also produced more gay offspring. Ooh. So, you know. <laughs> go the gays. We go the gays. Up yeah. the gays. I just thought that was mad, isn't it? And we produce more gay they produce more gay offspring as well. So if you got one gay in the family You're gonna have some more. 
like we're twins. Like we're like twi <laughs> twins. <laughs> so now it's time for our expert of the week. And this is quite an emotional subject we've picked this week for sure, as we know by chatting to our followers online about their own struggles. And we've given our own opinions. But I think this subject in particular this week really is really important and it needs proper medical insight and that's exactly what we have for you guys that's absolutely spot on anna and um, with that in mind let's give our expert a call katrina mcpartland from repromed i'm very not excited but interested to see what she has to say really good place to start yeah. actually because there's this one myth that people don't seem to realize is a myth, which is, does the contraceptive pill actually affect fertility? And the thing is that it doesn't affect fertility. Oh, what it does what? do, what it does do though, is sometimes it masks some symptoms of infertility or subfertility that we might not be aware of in our teens and our twenties. So, uh. you know, I maybe, I don't know when I started taking the contraceptive pill, I might've been like 16. If I was having a regular periods, yeah. the pill would have made my periods regular. Um, and yes. it would have masked the fact that maybe I had a problem underlining. I stopped the pill when I'm 32 trying to have a baby, but I've masked these symptoms for so long. So people okay. go, oh my God, the, the pill has made me infertile, but actually it hasn't. It's just masked the symptoms. That makes so much sense. That yeah. is a myth that's honestly... Cause, busted. Busted. Yeah, yeah, busted. Mick here. <laughs> I don't even know if we introduced you properly, <laughs> but um, that was yeah. an amazing uh, opener. Start to it. Yeah, yeah, we're delighted to have you here, Katrina, CEO of Repromed, a fertility and IV clinic in Ireland. Um, like we have been talking a lot like before about fertility or whatever we want yeah. ourselves in the future. But um, maybe we can start by asking, like, how long should a person or a couple wait to seek out medical help if they're trying to get pregnant? Well, if it's a normal couple um, who are just trying themselves, typically if they're under the age of 35, they should try for a year themselves, regular sex. Um, I feel like frequently. laughing. I'm like, hee hee, sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I was laughing at regular sex. <laughs> I right, should okay. say, I should... I'm like, I have sex once a year, but that's suffice. <laughs> if I say regular sex, I mean regular in frequency, not in a specific way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> regular frequent sex uh, for a year if they don't get pregnant after that time then they should look for help then when you when the age starts to creep up yeah to between maybe 36 39 try for six months yourselves if it doesn't happen then then you should go look for help okay once you hit 40 you need to start being a little bit more proactive and if it doesn't happen for you straight away then don't waste any time just get straight to your gp or to a fertility clinic to get some tests done for sure and I did a poll on my Instagram about IVF and kind of what people thought of it when they first hear the words. And a lot of people are scared and are are very unsure that it's going to, like, so much money for a thing that's uncertain. Is that, is it a scary process? Is it? I guess it depends on the clinic who are looking after you and how well they educate you going through the process and what kind of supports they have. Mm. Um. It's not an easy process. There's no point in saying that it is. It's time consuming. It puts a lot of pressure on couples. Um, it puts a lot of pressure on individuals because plenty of people go through this on their own. Mm. You know, there's donor mm. sperm. Um, so that means that single women are able to go through this process on their own. Um, but it does. It puts it puts pressure on people. 
Um, it is quite costly. Yes, mm. it absolutely is. And unfortunately, there's no state funded IVF cycles yet. Okay. Um, some legislation um, was just passed through the Oireachtas recently um, that will provide for the setting up of a regulator, which will then allow for public publicly funded cycles. But it, I mean, that legislation was drafted five years ago and we still haven't seen the fruits of it. So... So it could take another five years. Hopefully not. Hopefully we're going to see it in the next couple of years. And I do know that the government have made some moves on setting up these fertility hubs. So I know that over the next few months they will start to have at least public testing and then we'll see what happens after that. So what do you mean by public testing? What would that do? So like testing for the basics of of fertility, um, like basic fertility testing for men and women. So for men, a basic fertility test would be a semen analysis. Mm -hmm. So in a semen analysis, we're looking at the sperm count. We're looking at something called motility, which is the way that the sperm swims. And we're looking at something called morphology, which is how the sperm looks. So sperm cells should typically have a head and a tail. and when it swims, it should move in a progressive motion. Okay. Um, so if it doesn't do those things, it doesn't look a certain way. And if there's a low it's count, swimming the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. If it's swimming in circles. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Mine's like you're doing jazz hands. La la. Yeah, yeah. Yours is doing backflips. The right. <laughs> we see also- little crutches. Oh my god. <laughs> little crutches as they come out. Um. So again, if it doesn't if it doesn't meet certain parameters, it's considered not to be a normal sample. Okay. And that's where the likes of some tests or some treatments will come in. Then for women, we have blood tests to look at a, a hormone called AMH, which measures your, um, your egg reserve. So it tells you how many eggs do you have left approximately relative to your age. Is it a high number relative to your age mm. or a low number relative to your okay. age? But my friends are doing that now. Um, yeah, it's becoming... Which is good, but like, I don't know why I'd, I haven't found... like Because I haven't been trying or want, yeah. want to try yet, so I don't feel like I want to know yet. Do yeah. you know what I mean? That's really important because a lot of our staff, so we we offer free fertility testing and treatment to all of our staff because okay. we think if we're doing cool. it, my God, yeah. the least we could be doing <laughs> looking after our own staff. Yeah. But I always say to people, they sometimes will catch me in the corridor and say, do you think I should have an AMH done? And I'm like, just be careful with the information you're going to get. Be prepared for whatever information is going to come mm. from it because mm. you might get a lower result and then have to take, you know, have to consider your options. Like do myself and my couple, my, myself, my couple, myself and my partner now decide to have a baby or do I freeze my eggs or do yeah. I freeze yeah. embryos? So it just... You have to be ready for those You have to be ready for what, what you're going to do that. afterwards. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And what are like the other reproductive options, reproduction options for like couples or people that want to have a child? For individuals, yeah. 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 Well, I suppose there's... I suppose everyone now can choose to have a baby, which is wonderful. Yeah. So for for heterosexual couples, um, I suppose there's the most options available. Yeah. Um, they can do, like the real entry level one would be timed sexual intercourse, where we scan the female at certain points in her cycle and we tell her, you're going to ovulate now. We give her a little injection to yeah. help trigger ovulation. And then we say, go home and have sex now yourselves within this period of time. I think the man loves that. <laughs> you <laughs> would think that, but the pressure to perform well, Yeah, it. that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Then it's like, when you get told to do something, you don't really want to do it. You're like, yeah. well, I'd rather watch Netflix. The, taboo, the, the excitement <laughs> of it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah not chill. <laughs> so and the, is there different, like, what about if you do different positions and stuff? Oh, it help? It's, uh, this is really funny. That's because a this, this came, It is. This came up with a group of my friends recently um, someone said isn't it wonderful so and so has had a girl and you know she has a load of boys already and 
and she tried all the positions and and this one worked for them and I was really the shocked <laughs> I was genuinely shocked I was like I can't believe people actually think this the cowgirl and I did the cowgirl and I used to call it a girl no there's no specific there's no specific position that will that will help you conceive it should be vaginal intercourse that is the basic you got us there Katrina I was like I was doing the anal the whole time I can't get pregnant that happens to me all the time all the time I'm like Patty's there wondering why like really why am I not pregnant I do anal all the time there's your answer Patty Sorry, Katrina. Sorry, Katrina. We were no, getting no. So that's another option the available. Yeah, that's the entry. That's kind of their first step. Then after that, there's IUI, which people consider to be like the turkey basting method. You oh, hear yeah. about someone you said that, that in we put a box film <laughs> yeah. states. We do that in a lab-based environment where we wash down the sperm sample, we concentrate it, and then we use our own. Uh, scientific ways yeah. to put it into the uterus <laughs> of the female. So that's like okay. a more high-tech version of the turkey basically. Yeah. And then you're getting into your IVF and really complicated lab techniques around that. After that, then we have sperm or egg donation. Sperm donation for, say, a male-female couple where the guy doesn't have sperm. Mm. We can do it for um female female couples or then for individual females who want to have a baby on their own then egg donation for women who don't have their own eggs for various reasons sometimes it's because they've aged and their AMH has dropped so much that we can't actually you know they, they don't have any viable eggs left and then sometimes people go through really early menopause there's loads of different reasons why a woman's eggs might not be getting them pregnant um and that egg donation then is another option for them and then finally for um, male male couples their surrogacy but that's really hot topic at the moment because it's not available in Ireland yeah we yet. spoke about that on the podcast actually and I was shocked mm. that like the surrogate mother that she has all the right like so say if you got if you're my surrogate mm. Anna you have all the rights of my child yeah yeah really I think the law that sure. the law that's coming in now is going to address all of that and it's really needed I mean we've mm. been calling out for it for so long yeah. Um, it's really really needed especially like you hear about all these um, people in the Ukraine now all yeah. these Irish couples There's who have got surrogates in the Ukraine it's, yeah. That's um, very yeah. it's really scary it's really it scary is and is there any lifestyle adjustments that you uh, can give us to you're not going to want to hear them they're trying to get pregnant okay. oh drink okay. less yeah <laughs> you're not going to want to hear them no we do oh, we dear. like the hard truths on this pod yeah. it gives no. us a bit of a wake up call you had an alcohol expert here from the HSE <laughs> that gave me a terrified yeah she really she really scared us for like, a few minutes I was like I, I'm basically an alcoholic <laughs> okay <laughs> no look it's it's the usual it's you know eat a varied diet it's consume less alcohol mm. I'll be I won't say cut it out entirely mm. because there's no harm in having a glass of wine um, it's binge drinking <laughs> it's binge drinking that's the issue yeah. smoking is an absolute no no we do say to people when they come in just don't smoke um, yeah. normal healthy BMI do try to get regular exercise because that also helps with the stress element of it because actually going through fertility trying to get pregnant it can be a really right. stressful thing yeah. so you know anything like that that you can do to just make your lifestyle a little bit more, you know, even balanced is going to be good to help you conceive for sure. There's, you know, there's other, I suppose, gender specific ones as well. Like for guys, they say, um, you know, you should wear looser pants. Guys are always wearing really tight pants uh, these days. We like, we like, we like a fitted, you know, we yeah. like a fit. We like it's not real. For it to just, for it to just sit there. For it to just sit there. I don't want it, I don't want it to be like, I don't want it to be like whacking about. Do you know what I mean? I want it to like be... 
tightly secured in its place. That's lovely. Thank you, Katrina. There's a reason that the testes, that testicles are outside the body. It's because they should be slightly cooler than body temperature. So yeah. when you have really tight jeans on, it keeps it warmer, keeps them closer to the body. So I feel sorry for my them. testicles right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're Let very tight jeans. <laughs> Let them loose. You should wear my kilts or something. <laughs> Get oh my god <laughs> well that was really brilliant thank you so much uh, for joining us I think we actually learned yeah tell us um, if anyone wants that's listening that wants to kind of go on this journey um, where can they find you oh well I, the best place to start is to go to our website so it's repromed.ie we have loads and loads of information there um, there's the capacity to talk to some of our team you can book an appointment online um, you can book in for some tests, consultation. That's the best place to start. Actually, Amazing. another one is our Instagram page because we've loads of videos. Our medical director, Hans, is plastered all over it. He loves he loves doing the <laughs> selfie videos and posting them. So that's a good place to go as well, just to get some basic information. Is that Repromed? Reprom, uh, well, it's Repromed. Repromed, sorry. Repromed Ireland, actually, Repromed is the Instagram. Ireland. Amazing. And you have, you have um, one in Dublin, one in Galway, one in Cork, is it? Yeah, we have um, two IVF units, um, one in Dublin, down in Dundrum, one in Galway, and then we've got smaller fertility clinics around the country as well. Amazing. Amazing. Country covered. covered. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank Thanks you so, so much. much. Not at all. Delighted. Thank you so much. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, chance. We're on to Chancellor of the Week. Um, do you want to go first? Clearly, because I can't really remember mine, so I have to look at my notes. You take, you take all the time you need there because I am a professional, and my Chancellor of the Week this week is um, a story I found in a lad Bible, a burglar in the States was videoed stealing a lawnmower. But before he did the stealing the stealing job, before he robbed the lawnmower, um, he cut their grass for them. That's nice. I mean, that's actually a, a, a robbery with a bit of meaning behind it. We love a bit of, of meaning. Empathy. But then when you with think about it, he actually was just testing that the lawnmower worked before he took it. So it was a try before you buy job or... But then why, did he, why would he do the whole... He wouldn't do the whole lawn if he was just testing it. I don't know it. how to make the lawn. <laughs> so it looked like a good deed, but it was an absolute chance that he wanted to make sure it worked. That is amazing. Give it a whirl before you... Uh, I'm going to go with... So we all know the whole fiasco around Kim Kardashian wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress and it like causing oh, so uproar. So many different... Yeah. So... Last last night, I saw online that she also wore a second one of Marilyn Monroe's dresses and posted about it that she wore a second yeah. one. I'm like, hold on, Kim. The uproar that you created over wearing the first one and you're going to let people know you wore a second one and think it's fine? You think she cares? Now, for me, that's a chance. A chance for chance. For, and it shows the absolute audacity that she doesn't give a shit no, because she, she knows. She thinks she... That it will cause a ruckus and like make a media storm. So for me, like, I love that she's like that, but I'm also like, Kim, come on. No, she loves it. She was the only person, she's the only person who's ever got to wear those dresses since Marilyn. Like, she's like, what's it? Lavishing in it? No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. But like, she's really enjoying it, even though then also on the same time, Chris Jenner's like so delighted that so many people are like an uproar about it because it's just feeding into them anyway. So. 
Look, at the end of the day, the Kardashians are playing as like a fiddle and I'm at the front row. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're always but, picking Kardashians yeah. <laughs> for your chances of the week. You need to... <laughs> I'm up at the front row. I'm on that banjo train. I'm like, woo! But I'm also like, I can come on now. <laughs> give it a rest. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'll give this one to you because to be fair, like I... that's just such a different story that I've never heard before. Yeah, I like finding the, the ones that are not out there. They're not just Kardashians. <laughs> Okay, let's so give, let's give that burglar like he was trying before he buys. He's a he's a yeah. professional. Well done, Chancer. Thanks again for listening to Chancers this week. Follow these two best babies. Yes, that's me, Paddy <laughs> Y Smith, and her Anna Cliff Comedy for all the latest updates. And why not email Chancers Podcast at goloudnow.com while you're at it? We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, Chancers, stay stunning. Bye.